You're listening to another episode of the Fresh Takes Podcast. Here's your host. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Fresh Takes Podcast. I am one half of your host, Tim, with my co-host, Tank. What is up, everyone? And you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say this off the bat. I'm tired of the overtime games in the NFL. <laughs> hey, at least it wasn't a long game this time. You're right. It wasn't a long game, but still. I mean, it had to deal with the one. Well, not even one. the damn Broncos. Yeah. Which, speaking of the Broncos, Melvin Gordon released today. Okay, so not only is it Melvin Gordon released, but uh, Chase Edmonds, is now going to be, be, uh, be missing some few weeks with a high ankle sprain. So my question is, what the hell is going on over there? Not only that, not only that, but the coach has now released, uh, not released, uh, relinquished his play calling. He's given it to the QB coach, uh, Clint Kubiak. So a lot of shit is going down over there in Denver. Well, good, because uh, like I said at the beginning, Hackett's a terrible coach. He is a terrible coach. I mean, I didn't think he would be a, that this bad of a coach, but let me tell you, oh, no, he's, he's going to be a – yeah, he's definitely horrible. But uh, speaking of Melvin Gordon, maybe you should just keep him in your lineup next week. <laughs> I wonder why. I wonder why. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we have three weeks left in fantasy playoff till playoffs, and I am sitting at the fifth seed with two other people tied with me, and I have the toughest schedule coming up. So I'm trying to get oh. Tank to wing it. <laughs> <laughs> and not only that, but your boy Tank is the number one seed currently. <clears throat> yeah, I play uh, the number one seed, the number two seed, and then the number seven seed in the next three weeks. Well, at least you get a win at the number seven seed, most likely. Well, no, because he's been turning it around, too. And the week that I play him, I lose three of my running backs to buys. I'll uh, I'll give you Melvin Gordon. I don't want Melvin Gordon. All right, ladies and gentlemen. You remember last week we started off with a new segment. Uh, What's our thoughts? So, Tim, if you want to start us off with your thoughts about the week 11 of the NFL season, what's your thoughts? Okay. I decided that this episode, I will be nice to you. Aww. So, my thoughts are, this Cowboys team looks like a serious team if they don't put Zeke in. If they keep Pollard. That they should. That they should. So, you want to hear my thoughts? I want to hear your thoughts. What the hell happened to the Giants? That's all I'm going to say is we're going to save it to their game. But that's all I'm saying is what the hell happened to the Giants? Well, when we get there, I'll explain what happened. All right. Sounds good. So do you want want to start us off or would you like me to go ahead and start us off? Thursday night. We had the Titans versus the Packers and Titans came out on top 27 to 17. Um, I didn't get to really watch much of that game. I was a little, uh, tired from work. Uh, we had where we, where I worked, we had the, um, Thanksgiving meal. So I had to help prepare it. And, uh, 
my mind was just too stressed to really stay up late and watch the game. Yeah, I was in the ER during that, so I was not watching the game either. ER? Do you, do you want to take a time out and talk to us about it? Uh, it was just a baby scare. Ah, uh, okay. Everything okay. is perfectly fine. Okay, don't scare me over here. Well, I already told you that night. Well, I know, but it's still, I mean, all right. When, but... you, when you have a good friend, when you have a friend who you know is having a baby scare, it still scares me. If that makes yeah, sense. But it's all good. But Thursday night, the the Packers. I'm telling you, dude, Alan Lazard just needs to go. I, I he the only team got me so couple... bad when he plays. Yeah, he only got me a couple points, but still, I mean, he was. You, like you said a couple weeks ago, I think it was a couple weeks ago, um, that he needed, you know, once – when he's on the field, the Green Bay doesn't look good. When he's off the field, he, they look better. Um, but at this time, I think uh, Lazard just needs to stay off for right now. I mean, who who knows? Do you, do you feel like he could get traded or even uh, – No, he'll stay with the team, but – I mean, Watson looked very good that game. Aaron, uh, but like Aaron Jones, I hate having Aaron Jones in fantasy because when I bench him, he does great. But when I play him, he's lacking. And I get it. Tennessee has a good run defense, but he he needs to step up. I the mean, pa- Packers aren't going to make playoffs unless Aaron Jones steps up. It's not even on Rodgers at this point. The running back team. With Dylan and Jones, they need to step up. Yeah. Um, Aaron Jones only had uh, 12 uh, carries for 40 yards. Uh, yeah. That's, I mean, it's averaging 3.3 yards a, a carry. That's, that's not much for Aaron Jones, especially when you're used to Aaron Jones. I mean, I well, from what I recall last year, he was a decent running back. I think he was in the top five last year. So, but yeah, he if you like you said, if they want to go to the the playoffs, they're definitely going to have to do something else uh, to get back on, on track. On the other side, like I said, Tannehill looks good, but also looks you know, meh. But, I mean, he looked good that game. And then King Henry rushing touchdown and a passing touchdown? Yeah, I, that was one of the things I was going to bring up. What's your thoughts about him? Um, You know, I'd like to say that Saquon will get comeback player of the year, but honestly, it might go to King Henry. But I feel like the Titans are just that under-the-weather team. Like, you don't really look at them. Yeah. Like they have, what are they, seven and three or something like that? About the t- yeah, the Titans are, I think, seven and three might be. And nobody's even paying attention to them, really. Like there's no talk on the Titans. So it's, let's see. Um, we have the Tennessee Titans on top of the AFC South at seven and three. Exactly. So, and like nobody talks about them. I I don't I don't see 
Tennessee. I don't see the AFC South really going much this this season. I mean, back when we had even talked about it, we actually actually had Jacksonville winning the division. Yeah, and I mean that that's well, the beginning of the play. season. I put the Colts. I can't remember who I picked. I think I did pick Tennessee to yeah, win the be- division. Beginning of the season, I had the Colts to win it. But I mean, Colts are four, six, and one. Jacksonville is three and seven, and Houston's one, eight, and one. So the Tennessee's pretty much got that division, unless they just don't win any more games the rest of the season. Tennessee's going to win that division, but I have a feeling they're going to be seeded four, and they're going to lose the fir- to a wild card. Mm, yeah, I could potentially see that. So. Especially if, like, a team like Miami's in there. I think Miami could beat them. Oh, yeah. So, all right. Well, let's get off that game. Since uh, Unless you want to say anything else. I don't have anything else to say. Since Um, we're talking about it, let's just jump in the Colts-Eagles. All right. We can go straight into the Colts-Eagles. Eagles Eagles on top 17 to 16. And let me just say, I I watched, um, I want to say, into the halftime to third quarter. Colts were looking damn good against the Eagles, and I thought, well, there's going to be the second loss for the Eagles, which was total shocker. And then um, I see the score was 17-16 Eagles on top. So somehow Jalen Hurts turned it around for the team and helped them, or the Colts just pretty much shit the bed. I think it's just both teams look absolutely awful. Because I don't think the Eagles look good that game. So, my question, here's my question then real quick. If they they brought in two two guys this week, was it this week or last week? It was this week. Brought in Sue and Linval. Yeah. So, how, if you bring in two defensive ends or defensive tackles and, and, and you can only, you put up only 17 points, and you let the other team put up 16. What's going on? I mean, aren't these two guys supposed to help your team? If that's the case, they didn't really help the team per se. Well, I don't know if they really got those guys to help with the team. The offense is what the problem was. Yeah. Because, I I mean, there was no tight end that they could use. Because of Goddard being on IR, Miles Sanders only had 47 rushing yards. I mean, of course, you got Jalen Hurts, who ran 16 times because that's all he does. But so, that uh, team looked terrible. Hurts fumbled twice. A.J. Brown fumbled once. Jason Kelsey fumbled. I just, I don't know, right? They definitely got to do something. Um, Jalen Hurts just had his – there he is. He was 18 for 25, 190 yards. He had one touchdown. He had, like you said, one fumble, and he was sacked three different times. Well, he had two fumbles, um, but he only lost one of them. Okay, well, I'm counting the one that he lost. I'm not – I mean, yeah, he had two fumbles, but I'm saying he only lost one. But, you know, it it just – are we seeing the downfall of the of the Eagles now, or are we seeing? Well, here's Eagles how I look at it: 
they struggled against Houston. They lost to the Commanders, and then they barely beat the Colts. I think the hype of the Eagles team is finally getting to their heads, just like another team that we're going to talk later on down the line, and I'll get to them then. But these teams that are getting all this hype, they're doing nothing. But then you see the AFC teams that are getting hype, they're backing it up. I think I'm going to put this statement out here now. No matter who makes it in the NFC for the Super Bowl, they are not winning. So you think it's going to be an AFC team? I think whoever goes for the AFC is going to win. Mm, I would have to let me think of let me think of that through the through the whole the whole night of the podcast and then I'll I'll give you my answer if that I agree with that or not. At the end of the pod. Yes, I'll definitely give you that. Okay. But no, but, I mean, so so I had brought that up wait, a couple weeks ago. I was telling you that, you know, they went through easy ass teams to get to the record of eight and oh. And then they had they came against the, the, the commanders. They lost. I'm I'm saying that it's not the hype. I'm saying that they are playing teams that they think they can beat. And I mean, because like I said, what was the what was this record of the Colts again? So they're four, six, and one. So they were four, five, and one. one. No, they were yeah, four, five, and one. Yeah. So when they they thought, okay, well, you know, they've only got four wins, they got a tie, and they've had five losses. It's going to be an easy team. They come in with this this mentality of, okay, what's an easy team? We can beat them just like that, and well, they're not playing to their potential. I'm not saying Eagles suck. I'm saying they have a good team, yes. But what I'm saying is they have to not be in the minds of, all oh, this is an easy team, or they have to come out playing 100% from whistle to whistle to get that, that win. But I also feel like they, they're, they've they played some easy teams, and I feel like the rest of the schedule is medium, medium uh, weight of – difficulty. So we'll see how it goes for the rest of the season. Well, they got the Packers next week, Sunday night. Well, that's a win. I mean... Mm, I don't know. The The Packers have been doing good at 4 o'clock and 8 o'clock games this year. So, we'll just... We'll, we'll see. see. Yeah. But So, let's get away from that game. Uh, since we did just talk about a little bit of it, if, if you don't mind... Let's go straight into the Commanders-Texans game where Commanders came out on top 23-10. Um, what I'm really noticing from all of this is the Texans, the Texans are – Well, the Texans are in it every time. They just can't pull through. Yeah, they um, – I, I think it was uh, first quarter. Uh, their, their quarterback uh, threw – was trying to throw to uh, Cooks. And got uh, Fuller and it intercepted him, and then ran it to the end zone. I think that was—I'm pretty sure that was the first uh, score of the game. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about um, how I feel about Davis Mills. Why you say that? I don't think Davis Mills is a good quarterback. I mean, I that's just how I look at it. I don't think he's a good quarterback. I, I, I mean, he's thrown 
he, he's 500 in a way, if you think about it. He's throwing 11 touchdowns and 11 interceptions. His QBR sucks, 29.3. He's throwing over 2,000 yards this year, but it just uh, – I agree. He's not – I don't feel like he's done anything really good that's remarkable. Yeah, uh, I mean, last year he looked pretty good, and he got the nickname Davis Money Mills, but this year <laughs> – Davis bankrupt was more like it. Yeah, I mean, he's only had, from what I see, give me one second, I thought I, he only had like two games of over 200 yards. No, actually, I lie. So he's had two games of 300 yards or more. He's had one, two, three games of 200 to 300 yards, and then one – two, three, four, five games of 100 to 200 yards. So, I mean, he's he's consistent putting over 100 yards a game, but it looks, I mean, from what I'm also looking at, he's attempting 30-plus attempts of, of, of throws a game. Yeah, I mean, it was nice to see uh, Pierce was actually stopped this time. Man's been running all over everybody, and now he's getting stopped. But the only other thing I have to this game is Rivera says that he's not going to bench Heineke now because Heineke is winning. So why bench him when he's winning? I mean, how many times have we said that? Exactly. I don't think Wentz should be in anyways. Wentz at this point is a backup. I think you know where I think he'd be a good backup, and you're probably going to shoot me when I say this. Where's that? Honestly, I think he'd be a good backup for New York Giants. No, he's not allowed in New York. <laughs> I don't want him. Um. Okay, that's what I said. You'd probably shoot me, but honestly, I feel like he would. He would be a good backup for you all. I mean, he'd be an all right backup, but I don't want him. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what what game would you like to go to next, sir? Well, we'll just go ahead and get it out of the way. Giants against the Lions. All right. So we had the Lions at 31, Giants 18. What the hell happened here? You know, hold on, hold on. Before you even speak, before you even speak, sit back real quick because I want to say something. Didn't I put respect on Daniel Jones' name last week? Okay, let me just let me just just answer. The, hold on, just answer that question real quick. Did yeah, I I'm, put respect. To, okay. You did, yes. Okay, so now hold on. If I put respect on his name and he comes out and you know only scores eighteen points for his team, kind of thing, I want to continue putting respect on his name so that every time he comes out, he loses a game. End of the discussion. Okay, but let me just say this. That loss was not on Daniel Jones. He looked great. He looked like a good quarterback that game. Saquon had 22 rushing yards, and our defense did terrible. That's why we lost that game. Nothing on Daniel you're Jones. Saying, <clears throat> so you're saying he he was a decent quarterback last week? Yes, he did a good job in that game. How he he only he had 44 attempts. He was completed 27 attempts. Okay, 27 out of 44. Your uh, completions for 341 yards. 
okay, yes, he threw over 300 yards, just completing 27 passes. That is only 61.4%. I mean, if you want to go by that, 61.4%, that's an F. I don't know about your all's school school board area. Okay, but, but let me just say down this. here, that's an F. Come on now. Let me just say this. Who is he throwing to? Who does he have as a receiver? 371 yards is good for a guy who has no receivers. 341, get it right. It was 341. Oh, well, still, he has no receivers, and that's still good. And he had 50 rushing yards for a touchdown. We'll see. Because, I mean, okay, so didn't don't you have some players going down? Yeah, we have like three or four players that are now out. And that's why I said it was on the defense, because we have McKinney out. Adore Jackson went out at the beginning of this game. Uh, Wondell Robinson's now out for the season, which let's hope that Odell decides to sign with us. Because if not, then we have Slayton and Richie James. And Galladay. Don't even mention it. He got two catches. <laughs> Who, Galladay? Yeah, he had two catches, 20-some yards. Good job. But I am giving a round of applause to Galladay. Good job. I hope he hears this. We got Slayton. Mr. Gives No Fs and muffs every punt. <laughs> I just I'm hope just... that I just hope that Bellinger's so, back next week because we need that tight end back. All right. So yeah, you definitely do. I'm not gonna lie. But okay, so uh you brought up the the topic of Odell. Um you and I were talking, because um, you you know, you being a Giants fan, me being a Cowboys fan. Um, you you actually sent it to me saying that we're the top two teams, and that he you heard that he's going to sign after the game on Thursday, and um, you had brought up, well, do you think he's going to sign with the team who wins? And I honestly agree. If he's going to sign with one of the teams, of course, that wins the game on Thursday. Um, Which, if I'm being honest, I don't see the Giants winning it. Honestly, it, I'm not trying to be mean when I say this. Y'all going to need, need a miracle. I mean, because we haven't even gotten into the Cowboys game, but our defense was fucking phenomenal. Yeah, I, I don't want to like speak ill on the Giants, but I mean... We're doing better than I expected, and if we just go downhill from here, I'm not going to be upset because, you know, we have the toughest. Oh, I'm... If we're going off of how the schedules are ranking and how people go off of that, they said that the Giants have the toughest schedule out of any team the rest of the season. Oh, I'm not saying – I'm not – and I don't want you to think that I'm going to speak ill will on them either because they have done a remarkable job Way better than I ever would have expected. I mean, I'm this whole not division is. Uh, I mean, th- yeah, this whole division is back to I feel what it used to be in hard nosed football. Yeah, so I mean, the Giants. Let me see who all who they got the rest of the coming up schedule because they, like I said, they said we have the hardest schedule because we got Dallas. Washington, Philly, Washington, Minnesota, Indy, Philly. I'm thinking maybe two more wins. And that'll put you at a what? Nine and eight record. I think we'll get get, into the playoffs. I think we'll get one Washington game, and I think we'll get the Colts game. 
that'll still put you in the playoffs. Potentially. I mean, Detroit's making their way back. If Washington keeps going on their winning streak, Washington might steal it from us. Yeah, the Lions, yeah. And, and you're you're right, the Commanders, but I don't I see the Commanders falling off. I don't see them doing much more. Not even a lot to you. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what their schedule looks like, but if theirs is as packed as ours, because the NFC East has a packed schedule the next couple games. Uh, let's see the except the Washington Colts are. I mean, the Eagles are apparently have the easiest schedule coming up. So, so Washington has the following schedule. All right, give me a second. There we go. All right, so. They have their home against the Falcons. Oh, that's they're an easy away. win. They're away at the Giants. They're home against the Giants. They're away for the 49ers. They are a home against the Browns, and then they finish up home against the Cowboys. Uh, I give the uh, Commanders another two wins then because I give them one win against the Giants and then they'll beat the Falcons. So the, let's see. The, the You said they're giving how many more wins? Two. Two? So they're going to go eight and nine? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It, this season, it's so crazy. Oh, yeah, it's definitely – honestly, it's definitely crazy this season. But, all right, so we spent a good t- a good bit of time on that game. Let's get away from that game. Um, if you don't mind, let's go straight into the Bills-Browns game. The Bills 31, Browns 23. Um, not much that I noticed about that game except There's for, much that I noticed. The Bills should well, have freaking big... tore away with that win. There's well, no way yeah, they should but... have been that close. My, my biggest – um. Oh, uh, takeaway. I, I guess is the rush yards for Nick Chubb was not that good against the Bills. I mean, he had fourteen attempts, and he only had nineteen yards. I guess maybe. What's up with that? I guess maybe being on a new field that they just never practice didn't practice on or anything all week. And, you know, they were preparing for a snowstorm that they just weren't prepared for this game. But, yeah. I mean, like, the quarterbacks were doing pretty good. Yeah, Brissett, I mean, he was 28 for 41, 324 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions. I, I mean, and, and he, he, he did get sacked once, and he did lose a fumble. But I don't think Allen looked that good, though. No, he – he, I mean, he looked. I felt like he looked a little bit better than he normally, or like he did last week. I mean, he was eighteen for twenty-seven, hundred ninety-seven yards. He had one touchdown, zero interceptions. He did get sacked twice, but I, I he he looked better than last week. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Well, I don't know. He looked good last week too. I think that's just the whole team crumbled last week. So it's. I, I think the Bills are beating themselves up a little bit. Oh, um, definitely. Because they should – I mean, they're tied first for the division, but because um, 
and Bills have lost two division games, and Miami has won two and lost one. Miami has a better uh, record, but I, I honestly, would like to see Miami take that division. So you'd rather see Miami win the division and Buffalo again as a wild card? Yeah. Of course, next week Buffalo plays Detroit. So who's Miami play next week? If I'm being honest with you, Allen still is dealing with that elbow injury. I think next week is the perfect time to just let him sit. Who's your backup? Case Keenum. Oh, that's right. Miami. Case Keenum actually. Case Keenum, so I mean both teams are gonna win, but yeah. Case Keenum actually isn't a bad quarterback. He was he's not I don't feel like he's a starter. I think he is definitely a backup, which I mean he can Which that game is actually the Thanksgiving game. I think that's the night no, it's not the night game. That's the that's the morning game. Detroit game is the morning game. Yeah. So especially I and just a four day rest, I would let Allen just take the week off. Have Keenum play. Let Allen rest that elbow up. Because if he doesn't rest that elbow, he's just going to keep getting hurt. And he's going to make it worse. And then you're going to get into playoffs, and his elbow is going to be so bad that he's not going to want to play. So I, I actually agree with you. So, Bills, you hear from us. Let Allen rest up. Start Case Keenum. I'm say just... Bench Allen this week, give him like two weeks of rest and get him back for who they play after that. I know they they got the Jets coming up. I think oh they play the Patriots next week, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'm so, pretty sure you're right. So Yeah, I would yeah. I would definitely let him rest up and then you get the Patriots and go from there. So all right, well, let's get into another game. Uh, is there a specific game you'd like to talk about there, sir? We'll go Falcons-Bears. Falcons on top. 27-24. What, your second favorite team, the Falcons, finally, I don't want to say finally, but they, they get a win, 27-24. What's your thoughts there, sir? Uh, my biggest takeaway and thought is congratulations, Co- Cordero Patterson. He has now... Beaten the record for most kick returns for a touchdown. Uh, wasn't that held by Devin Hester one time? I think so. And Patterson now has nine. I thought I thought Hester had more, but I, I mean, I don't oh, know. I he think did... Hester has more combined because he got a lot of punt returns. Oh, okay. Well, I know I know uh, Patterson. He had, had touched the ball, fumbled it. And then they, um, the Bears scored, kicked it off, and Patterson scored on on the kickoff. So I mean, he had back to back touches. One was a fumble, one was a touchdown. So, do you consider that like a um, uh, what's the word? A regroup? A like okay, let's rebound. Ignore my fumble. Yeah, rebound. Yeah. That's the word. Thank you. Yeah, he re- he rebound. Yeah. All right. The All other right. thing that we can take away from that game is. Is Fields going to be out? I know he is down with an injury. Uh, he injured shoulder? his shoulder. Yeah. I want to say it's separated. Which, that's the same injury that Goddard had. And Goddard got put on IR, so. 
Um, trying to find the notification because I did see the notification. Uh, Who's their backup? I don't know who their backup is. Oh, I was going to say, is it still Big Dick Nick? But now he's in uh, Indy. Yeah. Um, Chicago Bears. Nathan Ross. Peterman. Yep, that is exactly who it is. Oh, Jesus Christ. RIP to the Bears. Right. Who remembers Nathan Peterman's five interceptions in one half? <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, I don't remember that. Oh, it was his first start against the Chargers. He threw That's five right. interceptions in the first half. Yeah, I remember that now. I think that was the year before Allen. But, yeah, if we want to get off the Bears game, that's all I really have. Um, Another question, actually, on that. Isn't Trevor Simeon, Simeon, or I don't know how you say his last name. Simeon. Isn't he up there? Yeah. Isn't he he up there? So do you think they'll put him in? Uh, I'd put him over Fields. But we'll jump into one more, another game, and this game is going to go quick because it was probably the worst game, and it was pitiful, and I don't want to spend too long talking about it. But Ravens over Panthers, 13-3. to That game was awful. I'm sorry. I agree with you. I mean, you were supposed to be one of the best quarterbacks out there, Lamar Jackson. What wasn't it last week where I said get his you know he needs to play with his, get his head out of his ass and play with it properly? I mean, come on now, do better. Yeah, that's all I, mean, I gotta say. The the run games were terrible. The passing for both teams was terrible. It was just an awful game all around. There was like no actual scoring until close to the fourth quarter. Yeah, I mean there was like twenty oh. mile an hour wind in there, but it was awful. I, I, I'm trying to do this actually real quick. Um. But I wanted to bring that up on the Chicago game. Um, did you know that Fields has ran the ball 27 times on third down, and every single time he's that, that he's touched the ball on third down, when he takes off running, he's gotten a first down? Well, that's because Fields did you know only that? runs. All right. Well, yeah, he, you're right, but I just wanted to bring that out. But let's See, get back Fields to is the Jalen Hurts 2.0. They just run the ball. RG3 there. But – yeah, we can just leave that game because that game's not worth talking. Yeah. So, um, which we'll then get into another game that's not really worth talking because it's also a stinker. Patriots Jets. Oh my gosh, that that game was so. Jets only got two. What was it? Two and a half uh, inches. Yeah, it was like two point uh, seven positive inches. yard. Yeah. yeah. All in per, the second half per play. All in the second. Yeah, it was horrible and. Um, with 23 seconds left in the fourth quarter, it was tied 3-3. Marcus Jones, he scores on a punt return. Um, I mean, that's all I really have to say about that. Well, there was a it's... blatant block in the back that was missed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I saw that. The only other thing but... to take away from that game is Zach Wilson is not taking the blame for the loss. They said that the defense held the Patriots to just three points, and – does he feel like that he let the defense down and needed to step up? And he said no. I I know um I want to say it was I saw a tweet, but I saw Gardner saying that it, you know, he did everything he could and he was blaming um Zach Wilson. Well and I and I also Wilson saw that the same uh, thing. And I saw another thing, um 
where the the um, coach is not he, he's not set on Wilson being their starter. So he's uh, he's going to reevaluate everything and go from there. Yeah, like we've said the last two episodes, it's time to put Flacco in. Flacco, Flacco, Flacco. Which I got a I got a fun fact for you about Flacco. So, did you know that Russell Wilson only has two more touchdowns than Joe Flacco? That I did not know. Yeah, and Joe Flacco hasn't played since week three. Gosh. That's such. <laughs> that, that really is sad. I'm not gonna lie. But let's not even talk about the Denver Broncos. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll get into until, that until later. Until later. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Let's let's not talk about them right now. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get right into it. The Saints on top, 27 to the Rams. The Super the Super Bowl defending Rams, 20. My goodness gracious, me oh my. The Rams are I, dude, what what did what do you would you call them when they're not even up to par for being a Super Bowl defending champion? Dude, this team is awful. I mean, like, I don't want to sound rude, but this team is awful. How many times have we said it since we started doing this that the Rams this year? It's not even the Rams; it's the Cincinnati Bengals, also. But well, the Bengals are turning it around. The the Bengals are turning it around. But what I'm saying is, both teams still are not what they were last year. Oh yeah. Well, the, the, the only, Bengals squeaked in. I don't know how they did it, but it, the the Rams. The only thing I saw um, that I that I really want to talk about was two uh, two at well. He scored his uh, career first touchdown. So congratulations on that. Uh, the other thing that I want to take away from that game is there was a post interview with old famous Jameis, and he said that. He is not getting the starting position back. Uh, what's your thoughts on that? Um, I kind of agree that what he said, but just because he got injured doesn't mean he should lose his position. I think he should be able to play. Oh, I agree. I think he should definitely play, and I think they should actually have a competition. Um, did you ever – what would be my thinking of um, – where uh, it was it Billy Madison, where he had to go back to school, to yeah. Take over, okay, that's how they need to do it. He needs they need to both go to his school, <laughs> then have like a big old quiz at the end to see who can do better. Give them both a half to play. Let Andy play well, the first half. Let Jameis play the second half. The next week, switch it. Have Jameis play the first half. Andy play the second. See who's doing better, and then let them start. I could, I could actually be. I like that competition. I think Jameis is a way better quarterback than Andy Dalton. He is, and, and I mean, I don't think he had the only. I only think he had a couple times down in when he was in Carolina. I don't. I think he only had a couple times when he had a good team around him. But um, do I see Jameis always being a starter in the league? I'm not saying he he deserves not to be one, but he needs to find that team that is willing to build a team around him. Did, did you just say that Jameis was in Carolina? 
Did I say he was in Carolina? Yeah, you said when he was in Carolina. I meant to say Tampa Bay. <laughs> I would say he was not in Ooh. Carolina. My bad. All right. I, did, I don't remember saying Carolina if I did. I'm yeah, so you said sorry. Carolina. <laughs> oh, oops. All right, My but bad. we will. I'm having one of those bad nights. <laughs> we, we will jump in to the four o'clock games, and we'll go into Tank's favorite game of the week. Overtime, Raiders over Broncos. Okay, so hear hear me out real quick. Okay, we were we were shitting on Adams yeah. way back at the beginning <laughs> of the season, and like you said last week, he's making us eat our words now, and he's definitely again showing it this week when he scored the overtime touchdown. He was wide open. Oh yeah, on that play, um, he scored the overtime. Touchdown, helping the Raiders get a victory on that. Um, so okay, I want I want the listeners to understand why I hate overtime games, and you might think I'm weird, you might not. The thing I I wish the NFL would adopt, they have adopted it when it went to playoffs and the Super Bowl and everything for overtime. They need to have it all across the board, just like college. That both teams get the ball, even if even if A team has the ball first, they score a touchdown. B team still gets a shot to either score a touchdown and a two-point version or tie it up again. After three overtimes, after three overtimes, if it's still tied, they go to a kickoff where the field goals, they have to have a, the, the field, field goal players come out and kick field goals. That's how the, I think an overtime game should honestly be played. I'm tired of how if you win the coin toss, you get the ball, you score a touchdown, game over just like that. You're winning by the luck of the damn coin toss that is why i hate overtime games yeah i mean the only reason i hate overtime games is i'm playing somebody in fantasy and they have players okay yes (laughs) but um the only other thing i want to say uh, about this is like you said melvin gordon was waived um we talked about chase edmonds now missing a few weeks and so who's your who's your running backs Latavius Murray and Mike Boone. So two people that I don't feel like are going to be any help. Well, Latavius Murray did good in that game. Yeah, he did. Latavius Murray, he did. But he's, I don't know, he's not. I mean, he's doing better than Gordon. At least he holds on to the ball. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. But so it's the Broncos. But I just, I want to say something here for the the Broncos. So, can you guess what the Broncos' favorite number is? 16. Week one, they score 16 points against Seattle. Week two, they score 16 points against the Texans. Week... Hold on. Week seven, 16 points against the Chargers. Week eight... They lose to the Jets, who score 16 points. And then this week, 16 points. Can we get a, um, the Powerball number to be 16? 
I want you to wait. take a guess. A random guess. How many games the Broncos have scored more than 16 points? Two. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. I know they the game. have only scored two, which was uh, a loss against the Raiders where they scored 23 points. And then where's that other one? The win against the Jaguars at when they were in what, Germany or not Germany? Yeah. Wherever they were, um, London. London. Yeah, and they scored 21. But next week they have the Panthers, and I swear if they don't beat the Panthers, that's going to be ridiculous. So. I'm calling it now. The Panthers are winning that game. Uh, I don't know. Panthers look awful, too. Honestly, this whole season looks wishy-washy. But that division looks terrible. Well, that, too. We've already went over that. But... <laughs> All right. Bengals-Steelers. Right, yes. Let's get into the Bengals-Steelers. I will say this. The Bengals had, I think they had the the beautiful white jerseys yesterday. It was. Pretty. I enjoyed those jerseys. I do too. But you're right. The Bengals on top of Steelers, 37-30. Um, Najee Harris had that uh leaping touchdown, which are, we actually talked about Najee Harris a couple weeks ago where they, they need to start running him a little bit more. Yeah, we were saying about how disappointing he was, and now he actually decides to look good. So I mean I think that's pretty good to have that uh But it, are they running him enough? Do you feel, or do you, do you still feel like they need to run him more? Um, I think that the team did not look as good yesterday without the running. But Pickett, you know how I feel about Pickett. But Pickens, he looks like an say. absolute tank. Uh, uh, yeah, George Pickens. He was. Uh, I think he was their top receiver. Oh, probably. I think he had. Two touchdowns, one touchdown, maybe. Uh, but, let me look it up. I mean, I was watching that game after the baby shower. Oh, that man was making beautiful catches. Yeah, it was. Um, but he did have a dropped wide open pass that could have tied the game up. TJ Watt but, is finally back and he's being the menace. Yeah, he got an interception yesterday. Yeah. Which I think the Steelers are Joe Burrow's kryptonite because what was it? Burrow only has like eight interceptions in the season, and seven of them are to the Steelers. Yeah, it, it's it looks bad, and he's always getting sacked by the Steelers. So, but so we, you wanted to know about Pickens real quick. Uh, he had four catches for eighty three yards. His and he had one touchdown. His longest was. Out of that 83 yards, 33 of those yards were on one catch. Yeah. So, um, Pickens is a – he was – I mean, again, he, he's probably their only hope, I feel. I mean, he's making a name for Offensive Rookie of the Year, but I still think that – um. What's his name? Alave was very good. Walker still yeah. probably is going to get it. Yeah. 
And Kenny Pickett, he was 25 for 42, 265 yards, one one touchdown. He did get sacked twice. Yeah, I still don't like Kenny Pickett, so. Yeah, I don't think he's – he's just not the quarterback that is ready, I don't feel. Uh, he's not the quarterback they need. Where do you think he would actually fit in? Colts. Where? Colts. The Colts. I think he could have a nice atmosphere in the Colts. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Yeah, so, all right. The only other Let's thing. Get away from from that, that game. Well, there's only one other thing from that game with Joe Mixon going down. He did get a concussion in that game. Yeah. Samaje Pirine got three touchdowns. Yeah, and I, saw I told that. you last pot, it wasn't the last one because they were on bye last week. But when they use their running backs, this team explodes. I mean, Mixon put up five touchdowns, and then a week later, you know, it's a bye. And then after that, Pirine, three touchdowns. But here's my question Do you think they're going to, because, you know, I don't, I'm not saying, that Mixon will be out for long. Well, I have a feeling he won't be back next week. I would say I think he's out next week. Um, do you feel that uh, P. Ryan? I mean, I know he's going to start next week, but do you think he's going to have a? I don't know the word I'm trying to think of. Like, do you think he's going to be a staple? No. For that team? No. No. Why you say that? I think he's just there to do what he's supposed to do and just move along. I don't think he's, like, you know, going to be a staple for the team. I don't think he's going to be a big name where people are like, oh, maybe he might take Joe Mixon's starting job. I don't think he's going to come close to the starting job. No, nah, I mean, I I don't know. I see him, like you said, I don't see him being starter, but I do see him being, I, I could see him splitting carries with Mixon a good bit. Yeah, Especially I more. mean, we might get another Tony Pollard-Zeke type thing. Where, you know. Zeke's the kind of like heavy set one that takes a lot of the blows and then Pollard punches it in when is needed. And then um you got Pirine, uh, who's the big one, and Cincy, who, you know, will take the heavy blows and Mixon can just punch it in. Yeah. So, but that's the only thing I have to that game then. Yeah, um, uh, I will say the the last thing I want to say when that game was, um, you said you you caught the end of the game. Yeah, I watched the end, like the last okay. three and a the last half of the third quarter for right. the fourth. So CBS, I don't know in your area, but in my area, it was the Cowboys Vikings game, and then CBS was like. Let's go to the Bengals Steelers game. So I watched the 
good bit of the Cowboys Vikings game, and then CBS is like, no, f- fuck you all. We're going to the Bengals Steelers game. It's more interesting. So that will I will say but it was more interesting. Uh, the Bengals Steelers game was a really interesting game. So nobody wanted to watch the Vikings get their backs blown out, which you know we can go on to that now. Yeah, so let's get into it. How about them Cowboys? Yeah, the Cowboys up. on. Hey, I can't help it. Who's number two in the division? <laughs> Cowboys on top, forty to three. How about them Cowboys? So here's what I want to talk about. Both running backs had multiple TDs yesterday. Um, let's see. We had on the third play of the game. You had my, uh, Michael Parsons strip sacks on Cousins. Wait, multiple? I thought Zeke only had one. I'm pretty sure Zeke had two. Uh, I don't know. I didn't really catch that game. That game was going on during the baby showers still. Yeah, and unfortunately, I I had a... Oh, yeah, Zeke did get two. Okay. Yeah. Pollard had two catching. So, But, I mean, still, both running backs had multiple TDs. Well, well, that's what I was saying about the Bengals game. It's like how the Cowboys are. Pollard gets down the field, and Zeke punches it in. Yeah. Um, So, I will say at the beginning of the third quarter, Pollard had, I think it was a... 50 or 60 yard pass touchdown. That was a beautiful pass from Dak. But uh, like I said, the third play of the game, you had Michael Parsons uh, out. I don't want to say outran because he, but he did outrun him. He uh, came off the end and just put the move on uh, the guy, strip sacked uh, Cousins, and Armstrong came up with the, the fumble recovery. Um, Dallas has had seven sacks in the game. The defense is looking phenomenal. It, it was, um, you know, I have a friend who who was a who is a Minnesota Vikings fan, and he goes, "We're due for a loss." And I should have told him. I said, honestly, it could go either way. I'm because he and I were like talking about the score. I said, honestly, it, I'm a Cowboys fan. You're a Vikings fan. Both teams. I feel if they really want to win, they're going to go out and they're going to win. And I feel Dallas played for the win that they wanted. They, no, I think Dallas played for Odell. Eh, they, uh, hey, I'll take him. I, I sure, I've told you I don't know how many times. I will take him. So they probably thought um, that if they are explosive, they'll get Odell. Yeah, and they could. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about was, um, so you didn't see it, but at uh, there was five – Five or six seconds left of the uh, half, half, um, first half, and Dak threw the ball to CD Lamb um, at the, I forget what yardage line, but um, he went out of bounds. Maher came in, hiked the ball, kicked it. I mean, it, it was, I would say, probably four inches more to the right, it would have doinked the uprights. He um, went off, he, though. Yeah. So he, he kicked a 60-yard, but everybody was, you know, celebrating, getting ready to go into the uh, tunnels. And the referee's like, no, 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 no. We got um, we got to look, look at the last play. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Like, you should have already called that before the kick even happened. But um, they did a review on it. They kept that, yeah, C.D. Lamb, yeah, you know, caught the ball, 
So not only did Maher have to kick a 60-plus, or I think it was like 60 or 61-yarder at the at the beginning, he had to come back out because they waved off the three points. He had to come back on the field and kick another 60-yarder uh, field goal. But not only that, I forget, I can't remember the coach's name for the Minnesota Vikings. He was pulled the ref to the side and was talking to the referee. And I know he was trying to, what he was trying to do, he was trying to waste time to freeze Maher. But you know what Maher said? Maher said, fuck you. I'm kicking another 60-yarder field goal, and this time it's going to go straight down the middle. So not only did Maher kick it once, but he kicked it twice and made them both. The second time went straight down the middle, like I said, and at halftime we were leading 23-3. Yeah, you guys put a walking on that team. At first I saw it was like 3-6. to I was like, wow, this actually is going to be a close game. And, yeah. Yeah, it was um, – and then, like I said earlier – you know, CBS turns our game off because it, it was it was boring and and honestly, um, at halftime I, I looked at my wife and I said, "Now that's how you play some halftime ball. That's how you play some halftime ball." I was proud of I was proud the Dallas Cowboys came out and was putting up a hurting on Minnesota Vikings the way they were, um, but honestly, with uh, Michael Parsons, he didn't he didn't practice today, so um, I'm hoping Michael Parsons will play Thursday. Well, a lot of teams don't really practice on Mondays. Well, yeah, but, I mean, they got to practice because we're playing the Giants Thursday on gobble-gobble day, so. Do you really need to practice, though? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I, I I don't know how I feel about the Giants now. Do, do you need a, a shoulder to cry on? No, I'm all right. But I will say, I said earlier, that I was going to talk about the team that, like the Eagles, that are getting so hyped and then just falling off, and that's the Vikings. There's oh, no okay. way, there's no way the Vikings should have won last week, and there is no way the Vikings should have looked as bad as they did this week. Well, Jefferson got completely stopped by the defense. Cook got stopped. Cousins couldn't do jack. Hawkinson was stopped. It it was just it was terrible. That team I mean, looked so good against Buffalo, and then they just do absolutely nothing against Dallas. And I think it's because they are getting all this hype, and you see what happens. So, quick question: Since you kind of brought it up a little bit um, about last week's game, I mean, I know we've already talked about it, but we're going to bring it up a little bit real quick. You have. Um, the catch that Justin Jefferson did with the one-handed catch. And now his arm sleeve and his gloves are going into the Hall of Fame shrine. What's your thoughts on that? I think stuff like that's so stupid. So you, you think it's really stupid for those I think it's stupid. Now? Like, I love Justin Jefferson. I'm not never going to speak ill on him, but I think something like that's stupid. Odell's gloves are in the Hall of Fame for when he did his catch. Justin Tucker, yeah. the only one that I'm okay with is Justin Tucker's, but that's because he broke a record. The field goal record? Yeah, when he hit that 65-yarder, they put his cleat in the Hall of Fame. But he which broke I, a record. Which, like you said, I'm, I'm okay with it also. But like a receiver making a nice catch, they do yeah, that all I, the time. Yeah, I but I just want to hear your thoughts on that because I, I think it's stupid myself. Yeah, so, I mean, like I said earlier, Dallas 
Dallas is looking real good. I, I'll never speak ill on Dallas. You haven't. Well, I'm just what saying I never mean? will. My da- my father was a Dallas fan, so I will never speak ill on Dallas. Oh, I thought you just because you loved me so much. No, my father was a Dallas <laughs> fan, so I will never speak ill. And the only time you will ever catch me wearing anything Dallas related will be on my wedding. All right. But that is the only time you will ever catch me wearing something Dallas related. I think we might have to go get you a tattoo of a Dallas Cowboys star. N- never. Hey, I'll, I'll get it. I'll get a new. I'll get an NY if you get a star. No, I'm okay. All right, well, screw you. I'll try and be best friends tattoos over here. Look, if it's small, then I'll get it. But we get to. I get to pick where it goes. No, I already have where it would go. Where would it go? Well, you know where that diamond cross is on my hand. It can go right uh-huh. next to it. All right. I was going to say on your butt cheek, but okay. Say that way. I always have to look at it. <laughs> All right. And then if, with that. if anybody asks, I'll just say it's for my father. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hear you. But all right. Well, let's get off of that game because uh, we're going sidetracked. Uh, let's go to the Sunday night game. We had the Chiefs versus the Chargers. Um, actually, it was Chiefs at the Chargers. The Chiefs on top, 30 to 27. Uh, Travis Kelsey, he had the trifecta, the hat trick with three touchdowns. Uh, what, what's your thoughts on that? Um, I do want to say congratulations to Kelsey. He now also has broken a record. We had two records broken this week. Yep. Kelsey now has the most 100-yard games by a tight end. Shout out New Heights and the Kelsey brothers. Mentioning both of them this week in the podcast. Do you but, do you actually listen to their podcast? Oh, I love their podcast. I'm gonna have to start listening to it. it oh, I love it. They, interesting. They, it's you know, it's like brotherly love with each other, and like they just rag on each other. And I mean, I think the best part is like they just yell. They they don't care about inside voices or nothing. They just yell. <laughs> so yeah, their podcast is very very good and worth checking out. All right, I'll definitely check them out. But, I mean, I've been a Travis Kelsey fan for a while, so that's one of the reasons I like listening to it. All right. The only other thing is Josh Palmer. He, he's Yeah, I was about to bring that up, buddy. I know. I, I, I sat him again. times in the podcast do I have to say, play Joshua Palmer? Well, he's going he's to start this upcoming week. So, come he's on, man. You. Come on, man! No, I, 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 uh, I can't remember what I what I was thinking. I was like, do I start him? Do I not? Do I start yeah, him? He's playing the Chiefs. Well, he was playing the Chiefs, and I thought they they would do something this 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 game, and I didn't think he would have a good game. I didn't think he'd blow up. But well, look, you're lucky. You I played wrong? a guy who had two inactive players. Yeah, I barely won this week, and I'm I should have played. If I would have played Palmer, uh, Palmer, I would have definitely beat his ass like miserably. Yeah, I, I, I don't think you put up the same like this le- next week. We'll see about that. <laughs> but you know, um, quick question: You were talking about Kel- uh, Kelsey having uh, the most hundred yard games. What's the Record for most touchdowns by a tight end. Do you know most touchdowns? I don't know touchdowns, but the record he broke was 
33 games with over 100 yards. The most okay, so the most touchdowns by a tight end is Antonio Gates. He has Antonio Gates has scored the most career touchdowns by a tight end with 116 touchdowns. Then it goes Gonzalez with 111. Kelsey is only at 71. Hmm. So he has a uh, ways to go, but we uh, we'll save that for another topic another day. Yeah. So you have anything else to say about about the Chiefs Chargers game? Um, the only thing else is that there was no receivers for the Chiefs. Like MBS got like one catch. Kadarius Tony went out in the game like he normally does. Yeah, I saw. I saw he got hurt. Yeah, I. Who knows if he's faking another injury? Maybe he doesn't want to be in Kansas City now either. <laughs> but um, then, you know, the running back, the running back team's just awful now. Clyde ain't doing shit. Yeah, I'm. I'm pissed. I'm about to honestly probably end up dropping him. No, you should start him next week. I I heard he'll do good. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, you should start him next week. Oh. But uh, the only other thing is, you know, Mahomes with another comeback win. Right? You know, the man can't be stopped. MVP, I'm telling you. Well, we might we might see another MVP with him. Yeah, so I think he might get MVP because it, it's not looking like Hurts and Allen might get it now. I think it's going to go to Mahomes. But we will then go ahead and jump right into your guys' favorite segments, Pat's Perfect Picks and Perks. Take it away, Pat. Welcome to Week 12's Pat's Perfect Picks and Perks. You'll have to excuse my very, very... Crummy voice today. I'm feeling under the weather. Went nine and five last week. One step up from my usual eight and six. So I'll consider that a win. Getting to today's, we'll go with Bills over the Lions, Cowboys over the Giants, Vikings over the Patriots, Browns over the Bucks, Titans over the Bengals, Dolphins over the Texans, Bears over the Jets. Commanders over the Falcons, Broncos over the Panthers, Ravens over the Jaguars, Chargers over the Cardinals, Seahawks over the Raiders, Chiefs over the Rams, 49ers over the Saints, the Eagles over the Packers, and the Steelers over the Colts on Monday night. And for this week's player, I think that will go off. I think it's just due time for him to have another monster performance so I'm going to say Derrick Henry the Titans running back will have the best fantasy week against the Bengals ladies and gentlemen it is time for the quiz game show last week I was miserable Tim do you know what my record is I think that you got two right last time I was going to say no I got three right because 
I'm a I was at 18 for 24 now. No, I think you got two right there, buddy. Uh, we were at 15, weren't we? Both 15 for 18? Dude, I'm pretty sure you are 17 for 24 right now. Okay, well, it doesn't really matter. I say, I, I'll, I'll look back into it, but I think that you did not get it. I know, I, I know I'm, I was horrible last week, but so let's see if I can stump you. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard the clue on TikTok and from Facebook. I don't, uh, Twitter, it might have gotten posted there, but your, your hint that I gave you was nicknames. And, um, We'll see how good you are with these nicknames. Are you ready there, Tim? I am ready. All right, so question number one. We're going to go a little easy. What player was nicknamed Megatron? Oh, I don't even need the choices. Calvin right, Johnson. All right, good job. See, I told you I'd go a little easy on you. All right, question number two. Who was prime time? Deion Sanders. Eight. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Question number three. Who is beast mode? Oh, come on, man. I told you I'm going to destroy all these. Marshawn Lynch. All right. What player was given the nickname Crazy Legs? The old Crazy Legs. Yeah. All right. Now that one, I might need some choices. All right. So, question number four was what player was given the name Crazy Legs? Was it A? Elroy Hirsch, was it B, Terry Bradshaw, or C, Patrick Mahomes? Well, I don't think Terry ever left the pocket. Mahomes, I I would know if somebody called Mahomes crazy legs. So let's go with A. All right, you're correct. You're four for four, damn. Question (laughs) number number five, who is Ballhawk? Oh geez. I don't need the need the people on that one too. All right. Was but it... I think I know who it is. All right, well let's see. A D'Angelo Hall. B Ed Reed. Or okay, C yeah. Michael Vick. That's who I thought it was because you said his name. It's Ed Reed. All right, you're five for five. Ball Hawk and Ed Reed. So let's see if you can get the last one and go six for six and demolish me in the game show. Who was named Brick Wall? Was it A, Lawrence Taylor, B, Demarcus Ware, or C, Ray Lewis? I'm just gonna let you let you sit here so you can wallow in how I'm about to destroy you this week. Give me Ray Lewis. Yep, it was C, Ray Lewis. <laughs> All right, buddy. You know, I just want to say, fuck you. <laughs> All right, buddy. Hold on. I'm pretty sure you had 17. But I All will right. give you a chance to make it 18. You have to guess the player's nickname, but I'm not going to give you a multiple choice. All but, right. What is it? But it, it's a pretty easy, pretty easy name because you could probably just guess it based off of his, you know, Name. Oh, it's it's Ocho Cinco. Chad yeah, Ocho Cinco. yeah. Johnson. <laughs> no, it's not that. Damn. <laughs> okay. New Hopkins. Hmm. 
why am I like shooting myself in the foot and not knowing this one? Um, oh my god, say it again, Nuke Hopkins. Why do I think of Kurt Hawkins from wrestling? No, it's not um, from wrestling. <laughs> no, I know. Um, I, I just let it go. I can't remember. Buddy, you can't think of Nuke Hopkins? The only thing I can think of is uh, Hopkins, like DeAndre Hopkins. Yes. What, am I really? Yes. Nuke Hopkins right. is DeAndre Hopkins. I didn't. I, I don't remember that name. Honestly, I don't. Like, All right, here. I'll give you. I'll like, give you another one. No, and, no, no. Well, no. This I one you'll be able to know. Chad Ochocinco, Booby Sanders, Booby Sanders. That's uh, Barry Sanders. No. Who's Booby Sanders in? Booby Sanders is Miles Sanders. Oh, that that one I didn't know. Oh wow. Oh, hold on real quick. Hold on. Before we go, before we go off the air on this. Is oh, that that Debo touchdown? <laughs> no, I wasn't talking about that. Uh, oh, shoot. Um, Fudge monkeys. Who was I going to pick up? I was going to drop one of my players. Oh, making a drop. Yes. Oh, shoot. Who was it? Um, Give me a second. I got to. I had it in my phone. A swap out. Um, all right. Can, so, can you do me a favor, real quick? Tell me who who I have again on my my team. You have Josh Allen, Miles Sanders, Saquon Barkley, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase. Which, until Jamar Chase is back. DK Metcalf is taking in his place. You have Alan Lazard, TJ Hawkinson, and the Dallas Cowboys defense. Which the Dallas Cowboys defense just helped me. Um, yeah, especially because I think half of those players you have scored like eight or below. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to be dropping Sanders. Oh, Miles Sanders is gone. Yes. And I'm going to – and do you have uh, – I can't remember if you have Henry. Do you have Henry from the Tennessee Titans? I do not. All right, so I'm picking up Henry. All right, is that it? Nope. Oh, another one. Yep, my final one. I am dropping Lazard. Uh, okay, who are you taking? Palmer. Palmer? I thought you would have picked somebody better. Mm, I'm gonna take Palmer over. Who who did you think I was gonna pick up? Hopkins. Uh, yeah, but nah. I'll, I'll go with my. I'll go with Palmer. All right. Well, there. That's it. You got no more swaps. Nope. You have used your three swaps, and then when Jamar Chase comes back, he will be considered back into your lineup, and that calf will be dropped. That is correct. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Fresh Takes Podcast. We are, what, seven weeks away until playoffs. Playoffs? That is correct. We're going to be 
We'll be we, talking about playoffs in about seven weeks. Which, after playoffs and all that, we do have a special thing cooking up for you guys that we will let you know around the Super Bowl time. But we do thank you guys me from me, Tank, and Pat. We will see you guys next week. Take it away, Tank. Enjoy your uh, turkey day. Whatever else, you, you gain weight. I know you will. Just sit back and, and just relax. Enjoy your time with your family. Happy Thanksgiving from me here, Tank, and the Fresh Takes podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, you name it. Every podcast will be on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And let me tell you, you will not want to miss a daggone episode. Thank you again and enjoy. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Fresh Takes podcast. Episodes out every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time.